0: It's Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Steven Henderson. And as always, I'm glad you've tuned in. A little later in the show, we are going to talk about impeachment with Philip Bump, national political correspondent for The Washington Post, uh, who wrote a piece yesterday titled The Day the Impeachment Trial Began. Data made clear how it was likely to end. We'll talk to him about what he predicted that end would be and how close we are to seeing that happen. But first, we're a little over a month away from Michigan's Democratic presidential primary and just three days away from the very first balloting, the caucuses in Iowa. Millions of voters are going to be casting a ballot for the first time this year. And to help young voters get ready for their first foray into elective politics, Citizen Detroit is hosting a 2020 presidential primary simulation today at Cass Technical High School right here in Detroit. The simulation includes a rally and voting booths that will be provided by the Department of elections for all 2400 students at cast they will go through the very exercise that each of us does when we go to the polls and cast our ballots joining us now to talk more about this innovative exercise is misha Stalworth. she is the deputy ceo of citizen detroit which is hosting this 2020 presidential primary simulation misha welcome to detroit today Thanks so much, Stephen. Glad to be on. Yeah. So talk about what a primary situation simulation looks like. This is literally a copycat uh, exercise of the thing that these young people, if they are 18 by November, will be able to do uh, for the first time on a real ballot.
1: Exactly. And so a lot of times when we think about these kinds of elections in high schools, students are voting on things like dress code or cell phone policies. But for us, we thought it was really important to work with the Department of Elections to actually get a ballot that would reflect the March 10th primary. Um, we're unable to put candidate names on it so that we aren't, you know, um, uh, accidentally influencing anything. But we worked with students ahead of time so that each candidate is labeled with candidate A, candidate B. And they will have a ballot that has all of the Democratic candidates. They can choose between the Democratic and Republican ballot just like you would uh, this March uh, or get a nonpartisan ballot and just vote on the DIA millage, uh, which we kind of described for them in their lesson the week before. So they're going through the full process. They'll get checked in. They'll fill out voter registration forms. They will be uh, looked up in the poll book. And then they'll go to a booth, they'll take their ballot and put it in the machine, get an I voted, voted sticker, the whole nine yards.
0: Yeah. So I should say you are at Castec Tech right now getting ready for all of this. Is there a buzz with the students about this, this happening there today?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is a little early um, for our teenagers, <laughs> right. but they're down in the arena right now. They're very excited. We have lots of student performers. WJLB is here with us. The district has been incredibly welcoming and just a great partner on it. So all 2,400 students got a lesson this week on elections. They got a Citizen Detroit zine that uh, explained how elections work, why it's important to vote. They got literature from every single candidate, every single presidential candidate, Democrat and Republican. And they've been going through that in their classrooms, just getting ready for today. So there's definitely a lot of noise from the arena. If it were appropriate, I'd stick my phone out
0: there. So, you <laughs> so only about 20 percent of voters age 18 to 24 24- actually show up to vote in most elections obviously that's one of the things that you're trying to focus focus on here but why do you think it's often difficult to convince people in this age group to cast their ballots
1: i think sometimes the issues we're talking about feel big and philosophical for the average 18 year old Um, so even just now when i was speaking with them you know, the example I use is just have you ever been put out of the mall at six o'clock or do you worry about being able to go to the fireworks? Right. All of those things are connected to our elections, are connected to the people we vote for, whether it's what's directly in their power or the influence that they have in our communities. So I think sometimes we just have to really bring it down to what's actually impacting their lives every day in a tangible way. They care about climate change. And they care about gun control, and those kinds of things. But they also care about potholes, just like
0: the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I I also think that one of the things that it's difficult for young people, and I hear this from some young people, especially in places like Detroit, is the effort to discourage voting, the the effort to say that it doesn't matter uh, to to erect new barriers to people being able to cast their ballots. That has more of an effect on people and, and young people than I think most people believe it does.
1: Yeah, I think so, especially if you haven't had exposure to a voting process, which is why we thought this simulation was so important. In Detroit, in particular, showing up to a precinct showing up to vote can be really overwhelming. I mean, and and I voted in the suburbs and in the city. And so there's a big difference in the number of people handing out literature Mm. (laughs) when I'm in the city and the people (laughs) who are right there ready to give you every single thing. So if you're not already confident, that can be really overwhelming. I could see how it would be anxiety inducing, even if it's your first time. So we really wanted to make sure that our young people are confident in in their process, that they have a voting plan and know that they can make their selections ahead of time and take it to the poll booth with them, all those kinds
0: of things. So talk about how you carry this forward to March or August or November when the actual elections will will take place. It's, It's great to have these young people involved with this today, this simulation. How do we make sure that it means something and that they show up when it really counts? So
1: our partnership with the district will be throughout this year. We're actually working on a local civics guide with the district as well, uh, updated citizen manual. So we're continuing to bring curriculum and lessons to the district about civic engagement and about voting. And then we'll also be doing three more of these in April. So we're getting this one in before March 10th. And then in April, we'll go to three other schools and bring the same experience there as we continue to move through the year.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and talk about how this fits in the larger mission for Citizen Detroit. Give our listeners an idea of the, all of the work that you guys are doing to make sure people are informed and that people exercise their right to make decisions about what happens in their city and in their state and in their country.
1: Sure. So at Citizen Detroit, we have a slogan that's Inform, Engage, Act. And we really believe that people will engage and take action when they have fact-based, unbiased information that will inform them to be able to take actions based on their values and their belief systems. So we don't tell people what to do. We just make sure that they have the accurate information. And we dive a little deeper to make sure that the average Detroiter can understand policy decisions that are impacting their lives. So it's not just about elections and voting, those things are critical, but we also want to make sure that people are engaged with their government throughout the year on any issue that matters to them. Um, Sheila Cockrell, our executive director, she often talks about demystifying local government, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, sometimes it can feel like local government isn't for you, like you don't have access to it, and that's just not true. It's more about knowing the pathways, understanding who's responsible for what and how policy works. Mm.
0: And, and again, you guys will be doing a lot of things this year to try to educate people about what's on the ballot and then convince them that it's worth their time and it's imperative, in fact, to their lives that they actually show up to vote. Um, Misha Stallworth, Deputy CEO at Citizen Detroit, uh, it was really great to have you here with us on Detroit Today.
1: Thanks so much for having me. And if folks are looking for information, We have events coming up on February 27th. We'll be doing candidate forums throughout the year. Just go to www.citizendetroit.org and find more information.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.
0: Mm -hmm. Up next, we're going to talk with Washington Post national political correspondent Philip Bump, who says data made it clear from the outset that Trump will not be removed from office. We're going to talk to him as part of our recap of the week's events in the Senate where the impeachment trial of Donald Trump has been going on. Stay with us on Detroit Today.